Welcome to the Hi Friend Podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Kaylee. And we're best friends navigating our relationships, careers, and anti-aging products in a safe space of just us. And the entire internet. We're single Christian girls who don't shy away from honest and ridiculous conversations about everything from sex to culture's expectations to over-eager mothers to being mindful of living paraben-free lifestyles. We support, celebrate, and cheer one another on and laugh at ourselves through it all. Oh, hi. Hello. I missed this. I know. It's been a while. It feels like it's been a really long time. It has. And not only did we miss, or did I miss podcasting with you, but I actually like really missed you. I <laughs> we know. were traveling. We like were. there was a lot of times where I we know. went big chunks without seeing each other. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we came together, it felt like very. <laughs> yeah. It was good to be reunited. It was. It was. Do you want to say where you've been? Um, sure. I mean, I, yeah, I went to New York for a work trip, which was fun. Got to see some of my friends that are out there. And then I went up to Oregon after that for a wedding in Portland and then to see most of my fam in Bend. Um, and you were gone for part of that And then I was gone. Yeah, I was in Seattle for work, Mm -hmm. which was good. And then I'm trying to think if I went anywhere else. I think ours just kind of overlapped. Yeah. And also just feel like we weren't talking. Like, they were trips where, like, sometimes yeah. we're more, like, we'll vox each other more. Or if there's more downtime, like, when I'm in New York, it's kind of go, go, go. And then, yeah, Portland right. was, like, a really, like, big whirlwind, too. So, yeah. Just yeah. Not, not a lot of... No. And when I go to Seattle, I tend to be yeah. MIA. Mm-hmm. I like, really long days and intense. So. Yeah. So, I felt like... We didn't really know what was Mm-mm. going on in each other's lives. It's really hard. Yeah. But, and then this, like, I, this podcast is such a fun way to connect, too, mm-hmm. and to have time to chat through the topics on our own and then chat through them here. I know. I really missed, like, this part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just hanging and talking, and I found myself really excited knowing we were going to do this tonight. Me, too. This has yeah. been such a good day. You almost forgot about it. I did. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> Clearly, you weren't as excited as I was. I think we're podcasting. Oh, right. There was just, yeah, a lot to keep track of of all the things. A lot's happened today. And I thought, yeah, no. I knew that we were doing, we talked about this yesterday, but then today. So. We did big things today. We, yeah. People. Like, really big things. Can you explain it? And then I'm going to say why. So, yesterday, we, uh, with two of our other friends. We all live on the same street. We all live on the same street. One of them is Sarah's roommate. The other one is my roommate. And we were on the bayfront last night, which is, like, on the sand by the bay. I don't know how to explain it. On the the water. The bayfront. Bayfront. We call it the bayfront. So, anyways, we're whining, like, with wine. Whining. Wine drinking. (laughs) It's been a long day, you guys. Wine drinking on the bayfront. And we're each talking about how we have been wanting to get rid of, like, Making space in our closets, just feeling everything's mm-hmm. there. We don't need to live with so much. Mm-hmm. And so we declared Labor Day today to be Purge Day. Mm-hmm. And so we each, like, combed through our closets and everything and got rid of bags. Yeah. Like, loads of bags. Lots and lots of bags. It, it was felt, It felt good. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, I think all of us, I had been kind of planning to do that anyways mm-hmm. today, but the fact that we all wanted to do it, there was something about keeping each other accountable that yes. I think sometimes when you're doing it on your own, it can be easy to be sidetracked. Or like procrastinate. Exactly. So I just, I really want to recommend that 
um, strategy to yeah. other people because it was super hot. Like we started on a, gr- a group text this morning mm-hmm. and seriously, I was just about to text Literally you when you, yeah. yeah. And she's like, good morning, happy purge day. <laughs> and like, we were all just really excited to, um, and then also yes. what was really helpful too, was that oh, you yeah. kept, I felt like you were really good at like, okay, when are we going to deliver it by? Or like, we need to go take our stuff somewhere mm-hmm. now because then sometimes I can just let it sit there forever and mm-hmm. I won't do anything. Well, that was the other thing promise that we made last night was we said at the end of the day, we have to pick a time and mm-hmm. we're going to just drive our stuff somewhere and take it, yeah. which I do. I did have a lot of people cause I was documenting it on my story and people kept being like, are you going to sell any of your stuff? And I, yeah, I mean, I probably could have sold a few things, but it just was one of those things where we just wanted to get rid of it and be done. And sure enough, like we now, my room is like completely clean. There's no bags sitting in my car. There's none in the garage. In my closet. It's glorious. I feel lighter. I feel more free. I feel happier. Say the line. (laughs) Keep it light. (laughs) It's for Des. Yeah, we we were saying that. Keep it light. Keep it light. Um, really physically lighter because of just, I count, did yeah. you count any, the things? It's really satisfying for me to count how many things I'm getting rid of. And so I did that. I didn't. I probably should have, but I had four or five trash bags. Yeah. You had a lot. Mm-hmm. I counted so. like 90 pieces of things. I should have done that. <laughs> Which some of those are really small, but then some of them are like our big coats and yeah. The I mean, pink. I went through like sock drawer. Oh, uh-huh. I went, I did everything. Yeah. Um, PJs, yeah. workout clothes. Some of those are painful when you get rid of things that you haven't even like you've worn like once or I maybe. Not I am. Um, there were some certain things with tags on yeah. them, but good learning lessons and time Don't to go. Don't shop by yourself. That's part of what I learned. Really, sometimes I feel like I might do better on my by myself. Really, possibly. Like I feel like I, I you need can, someone. To- well, I don't know because sometimes when I buy something on myself. I can do well, but then other times I'm like, I don't know if a good friend would have let me buy this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? My thought is more that I can, I could see myself getting carried away with a friend and like being like, oh, this is fun. And people just like affirm everything that you're wearing. Oh, no, like I need a like a, I need like a good, like. Like someone who can really be honest with honest you. Honest. Yeah. Shop partner. Well, I mean, yeah, that would be. Oh. <laughs> We're doing this in the living room and we have roommates that are coming home. But it's okay. It will not deter us. So anyways, that was, that was our day. That was our day. And <clears throat> I feel like other people I knew were doing that today too. So I just really? feel like we're all, yeah. Annie was cleaning out her stuff. Jacqueline was cleaning out her closet. It's collective. I like it. Everyone's like day. wanting to make space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the natural, even though tomorrow's not officially like the first day of fall, I think there's something about a lot of people are starting school and it feels like a transition yeah. period into New the next season. season, even though this is going into probably our hottest month in Southern California. Which don't get me started because huge. rhythm, like body rhythm wise, mm-hmm. I'm wanting to enter the next season. And yeah. I can't. Sorry, we've got a while. I can't for like two more months. Um, Should we dive in? Yeah, let's just do this. Let's get it. So we, I put something in our Facebook group about just saying sorry that we've been MIA for a while and offering up if people had any suggestions or topic suggestions or questions. And someone so graciously offered multiple ideas, which was really helpful. So Love that. shout out to Kaylin. I think I'm saying your name right. Kaylin? Yeah. It looks like Kaylin. Yeah. Um, so 
today, yeah, we we're going to talk about things you wish you knew or prepped for in your 20s and then best of 30s or just things about what we're experiencing in our 30s, I guess. All of it. Yeah. So All of it. Should we span a couple decades? <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. So Decade's such a weird, it feels like a very big number. Yeah, it's weird to think that we're completely through our 20s and like well into our 30s. Not well into, but like we're... This is something I think about that's kind of weird. Did you ever think about how long it's been since you started driving? Oh my gosh. That now I've been driving for half of my life. More than half our life, because when you count like your permanent 15. That's true. And it's one of those weird markers for me that I always think about. Well, 16, I'm 32, so 16 was the halfway point of my yeah. life, which, yeah, yeah it's very weird. Isn't or like how, weird? how long we've been out of high school or college. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Oh. Which I was, I don't know if I've told this story already. I don't, I, hopefully I haven't, but maybe I did. I was around some people that were younger, or that are younger, and I don't think it was just really computing that, and they were talking about their 10-year something, uh-huh. or they were having a reunion of something. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having my 10-year too. And, and mine was like college, and theirs was... I don't know. High school. High school, but it felt like they hadn't even been out that long from high school. I don't know. Anyways, I was like, oh, yeah, uh uh-huh. My mom told me I was, she's like, oh, that is old, (laughs) Kaylee. I'm like, whatever. I know. It's upsetting for them, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Kaylee, what do you wish you, what do you wish you would have known in your 20s? Or what do you wish, Mm. uh, I don't like to use the phrase, like, what would you have done differently? But just. Yeah. As always, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back, like where you are now, how would you have possibly done things differently? Yeah, um, I honestly really appreciate this. I think one thing is always interesting, like has been interesting to me is, and I felt very much like this, and I see other twenty year olds mm-hmm. like the or twenty year, like only twenty, but you know what I mean, mm-hmm. decade of twenties. You're like for me, I wanted to be. I was trying to be perfect or not, or I was trying to be perfect and I was trying to be like more mature and older. Mm -hmm. And I wish, um, in hindsight, like I allowed myself to just be and realizing that life you're, you never fully become, you're always becoming. And that I would have said yes to more things. I was in in my mid twenties, I was in grad school and I was like working different things, trying building my hours for becoming a therapist. And I, and so, yeah, there's a lot of pride in that. I worked hard towards something I really want, but Mm -hmm. I also feel like there wasn't always the balance. And I wish I got to, like, I'm a very adventurous person and I feel like there are times I more said no to things that I wish I got to like live more fully mm-hmm. in the present with and not trying to always be think of like my future self or being older what I'm supposed to have or yeah. whatnot. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally does. Um yeah. What about you? Yeah, I looking back I realized that I made a lot of decisions based off the fact that I was kind of like constantly anticipating being married by a certain age and I feel I like feel kind of like shameful saying that just because I I hate I don't want to be that person that's like oh I've just wanted to be married my whole life but it is hard when you have in your mind kind of like this number this 
plan. You know, for me, it was Mm -hmm. kind of like 25-ish, 26. I thought I'd be Mm -hmm. married by that point. And so I made decisions kind of anticipating, okay, well, at this point, like a partner might be joining my life Mm -hmm. and then kids would be entering the picture a few years later. So even I think about how I stopped grad school at the time was partially I had kind of made up this timeline in my Mm -hmm. mind and then the three years came and gone that I could have finished grad school and I really wasn't that much of a different place in my life than, you know, like I had serious relationships in my 20s, but... um, Clearly, didn't get mm-hmm. married, didn't have kids. And so looking back, I wonder if I would have done things differently, if I would have just taken that out of the equation, which I don't know. I don't know if that's even possible at times because yeah. it's okay to hope, like, of course, that's your plan. Like, you think that's what you want. And so you, I don't know, you just yeah. make plans for that sort of. But when it's something that's so out of your control, I think it's risky to place a lot of I think and one thing you're, I hear you saying too is like the expectation mm-hmm. and planning around that will be there so it's like one thing oh, sorry hold on god this is not a good okay. seating situation I think it's one thing to have desires but two to like live your life around them mm-hmm. and or plan your life around them and I definitely can relate to what you're saying as well and I think even our money conversation like speaks to that you know like right. we mm-hmm. Yeah. You just kind of assume someone's going to be with you in it. Uh-huh. And so you put certain things off. And yeah. 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 So I think if I, like, looking back, that's something, and we'll get into kind of, like, now how that looks in my 30s. But for now, just to answer that question, I would have maybe said yes to more things. I do feel like I lived fully into, like, I have some really fun memories and really good mm-hmm. times as girlfriends. And I moved to another city though I guess at the time it was kind of for a guy but I knew it was I wasn't going there thinking it would maybe work out it was just that it got me out of Southern California and I'm really grateful I took that leap and moved to Oregon for a few years and then um yeah I don't know like not being attached to someone is what then brought me back to California like Mm -hmm. I feel like if I would have been with someone who I thought I was gonna get married like things could have looked totally different and that would have been fine but I'm grateful for like the free the freedom that I had right. still in my twenties to be able to make decisions that I did, but um, yeah, yeah I I think that's good especially the part of which I relate to is not not assuming by a certain age you're mm-hmm. you're going to have that and so then you're going to be married or have whatever expectation you have mm-hmm. and then making plans around right. that I think I. Yeah. Which I guess then to kind of, I mean, this isn't fully going into the thirties conversation, but to give like advice, quote unquote, about the twenties then of what that would like tangibly look like, um, is that I, what I'm doing now more so Mm -hmm. is trying to take that out of the picture for me and being like, okay, well, let's just assume since that hasn't happened up to mm-hmm. this point that it's still not going to happen. So how mm-hmm. would, what would my life look like? Like, how do I want to live my life? What are the like career choices I want to make? Like pursuing certain passions, like all those yeah. things. Um, and I'm trying to really live into that more now. Mm-hmm. And I think I wish I would have started doing that more fully earlier mm-hmm. on. Yeah. So that's kind of my <clears throat> that's good. answer to that. Yeah. I think... Yeah, I would echo that. I think 
towards the end, I have been living more into passions. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, like, even I was in my 20s. But I think I had set this per- I had this picture of what things are supposed to look like and supposed to be. I honestly, my mom didn't um, get married um, or have me until she was later, until she was a little bit older, so until she was in her 30s. And so I, I think that helped picture-wise mm-hmm. expectation regarding I'm not, I didn't grow up, like, imagining I would be married yeah, and see, I think by a certain age. My parents got married at 24, right. so... And a lot of our friends did, and mm-hmm. I think that totally plays into it. And so that was helpful. Not to say that I didn't want it. I definitely thought, oh, by 30, like, I'll be there, which mm-hmm. that was an interesting moment to arrive at. But um, I think I... Yeah, I've, like... Don't live... Or try and be what you think things are supposed to be and ought to be. Mm-hmm. But more of, like, who are you? And, like, what do you love? What are you passionate about? Like, what do you want to participate in? And I think that's getting to be the fullness of you. And that's where life is going to be. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to 30s then. Woo! <laughs> yeah, best decade. Love the 30s. <laughs> Don't know any other yeah. future decade, but mm-hmm. it's really good so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you go? Okay. You start first. Tell me about 30s. I, for some reason, always, I don't know if it's from hearing other people talk about how much they felt like 30 was this defining age where, I don't know, you suddenly like feel more confident and more... I just I had heard a lot of good things about people like loving turning 30 and I was like okay I don't know like how magic that is but there's something inside me that has always been really excited to turn 30 and I think even though I wasn't where I thought I would be maybe at that age I mean I was dating someone and life was good like but yeah I think like I said looking back I would have thought I would have maybe been pregnant by that point or something and so but even with like with that missing um, I just was so excited to start this decade and I, one of my favorite things that I've ever done is my 30th birthday mm. <laughs> that I pretty much threw for myself. So fun. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just really wanted to throw this big party that all my friends and family, close friends and family were at and we got to get dressed up and dance together and um, just as a way to like kick off that decade. And I will say that it just, it did feel like something really shifted. Like in, in my 30s, I felt I was like really energized and really excited about life and just more sure of who I am and um yeah just like a new sense of like confidence and like sass Mm. and um appreciation and I don't know just a lot of goodness I feel Mm -hmm. like with this decade yeah uh yeah yeah I echo that I you know I really didn't know what to think about 30s Mm I when you say like yeah, people avoid. I've heard people say good things about it, but I didn't really know what to expect or think. But there was something as I started getting close to turning 30, and then when I did, that just felt like the 20s for me felt like I was really like figuring out who I was. Mm-hmm. And 30 came more, and it was, yeah, there's still this process of becoming and always will be working that out and other stuff but it also felt like there was this settling like this grounding of like this is who I am and an embracing of that yeah. and 
feeling like this freedom and confidence to just like be me Mm -hmm. and whatever form or fashion that uh, came in. And I think a lot of that is like my Kirk, my my quirkiness or like weirdness or like passions, things I love, things that I don't really love, like, Mm -hmm. um, but felt like I needed to do or be. Um, and so 30 just was really empowering and felt like this time of, I don't know, like more courage, more confidence, um, a lot of dreaming, like Mm -hmm. kind of re-looking at dreams and feeling, um, this new, energy to really move towards different things and then also at the same time as much energy there was in that also this energy to be able to like feel settled and Mm -hmm. um, really be present and enjoy moments and be still and be like I don't know Mm -hmm. it just there was a lot of really um it was new things of like stepping into and I don't think, you know, you say those things and like you said, you had heard that, but it, it didn't really compute. And I don't know if you can really, if anyone ever really gets it until they're in it, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I have moments where I always think like I'll see a bunch of high schoolers or something. I'll be like, gosh, I like, I mean, I was fine in my, in high school, but I cringe at moments like thinking about how I was or just the lack of confidence at times or and I always wish I could translate what I know now into that time but I'm like is that life doesn't work like that you know don't you wish though sometimes but I yeah I love what you said and when you were talking it made me realize a a good way to define what I felt like my 30s was is really settling into my personality Mm -hmm. and like you said not like just accepting the things about who I am and I think in the past I'd like pressed hard against certain things and um and now it's kind of like, this is, is who I am. There's some things that mm-hmm. will change or I should work on. Right. But for the most part, like I know how I was created and mm-hmm. the things, um, the good and the bad and someone will like come along and embrace those things. And I think having the confidence of not only being in relationships, but then having girlfriends and people who've been by your side for so long, it's like, okay, like I can do life consistently with people and people still choose to be around me like yeah um yeah and so I think yeah just owning and not not apologizing I think I've I feel so much more secure in my emotions too and Mm -hmm. part of that is I think maybe some background in psychology and going to counseling and then having you as a friend but times where like you know in the past like I'd be bawling and you'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And it's like, now I don't apologize anymore. Like, cause you hear over your friends, like, just don't apologize. Like mm-hmm. this is, that's real. It's okay to be emotional or, um, yeah. Like the permission to be angry about things mm-hmm. or the permission to be sad or whatever it might be. And so I think that feels really good too. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm not shaken, even though I'm an emotional person, like it, that's just, I own that. Like right. I cry easily. I am like get excited really easily, but it doesn't feel like too much or I have to feel bad about it or like ashamed of it. It's just those emotions yeah. are like cl- close to the surface for me and that's good and that's who I am. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love that you said unapologetic mm-hmm. um, as I feel like definitely have, I feel much more of that mm-hmm. and at times when I do notice that want me wanting to apologize for things, like catching myself in it and wondering about it rather than always like um 
doing it, but I think I was going to say something. Oh, it just feels the most real I've ever been. Yeah. Um, even in faith, like, um, in who, in wrestling with different questions and asking different questions and being able to be honest, like in mm-hmm. having anger and having joy and having sadness and having like just all of the feelings feels like the most real and then authentic and then um just even a, a deeper faith in yeah. that way mm-hmm. um so it's I think the striving has even shifted in that way too mm-hmm. like a different yeah authenticity mm-hmm. um which I think opens up the space to receive so much more, like even in our friendship um, and has made giving that much more exciting mm-hmm. because you're receiving more when you're more like accepting of who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're able to even love ourselves in that way, we're able, I think that's another thing. I find myself loving people so even more deeply. Like I've always mm-hmm. loved people, but, um, or just like, I see the sky and like the clouds are the best the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so great. And literally like almost had like tears. Which may sound silly, but I think it's just that like being able to be captivated and wrapped up in so many more moments. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel that way a lot with this with stuff and like being grateful for yes. like experiences or nature or sunsets or yeah. whatever it might be. And two, I think... I also feel like I used to hold on or I had a more narrow view, I think, even of like faith or certain things growing Mm -hmm. up, which is just natural, but like getting out of that bubble and like the more you meet people and the more you like dialogue and um, I don't know, I feel like my capacity to like live with open hands and be more, um, not not be so sure, because I'm still sure in like what I believe and like my faith and stuff like that, but also to allow there to be more space for other things that I didn't maybe think of when yeah. when I was younger. And so, yeah, that feels good too to not feel like things just don't feel as black and white to me anymore. Right. And the also I agree with you about like the ability to just be like more real and honest with God and not have this certain like prayer language that I feel mm-hmm. like I have to use, but it's, it's more of like a real conversation and just inviting him like alongside Mm -hmm. that with me and just being like this is the worst like this Mm -hmm. is really hard and like I don't know what to do and I need you and um I know you see me but like it doesn't feel like you do sometimes and that feels very free like just Mm -hmm. to treat him like I don't know yeah because he already knows yeah and yeah that he can I agree I, I even had a I was journaling this morning and, um, I don't think I've told you this yet. So yesterday she's like a pseudo grandmother to me, um, passed away. We oh. knew that was coming, mm-hmm. but my stepbrother's grandma. So does that make sense? Okay. So my stepdad's mm-hmm. ex-wife's mom. John. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, my stepdad's name is John. I often call him my dad, but his ex-wife's mom, who I've grown up with mm-hmm. as well, um, we are one blended family. Yeah, uh, love it. <laughs> spent like holidays together. Uh, so she, I mean, mm. we knew this was coming, but she passed away yesterday. Um, anywho, I was journaling this morning, and as I was 
one, like celebrating that her being in heaven, um, there was a question that came up in my mind of, which led to different questions. Um, and I'm not going to, well, say it, but, uh, my question was, God, like, what if heaven isn't real? (laughs) And what if when we die, we just die? And what if you really didn't create the earth? And it took me, and and honestly, I hesitated before I even, and I'm not going to go into those topics. The point is, though, I even hesitated before I started journaling them. Like, mm-hmm. can I ask these? Mm-hmm. And I think it's that part of, like, where we're going, this, um, the, there's a courage to be real and to come share and bring all those things forth um, to then be, like, to, to work through those things rather than to have to deny them. And mm-hmm. so whether that be faith or that be relational or whatever, it feels like a more cur- there's, there's become more courage um, and honesty rather than having to deny or dismiss and disconnect yeah. um, from whatever mm-hmm. conversations and questions with whomever mm-hmm. about whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all encompassing. All encompassing. So I, I yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's no. kind of like... I appreciate you feeling us, but and I'm sorry. Mm. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Um, um, well, speaking of courage, I know we were gonna and death, <laughs> <laughs> aging. <laughs> I think <laughs> sorry. Slow decline into yeah <sighs> death. Um, yeah, about the like the another cur- thing that comes with thirties. Mm-hmm. Of, like, the courage to hope for things, right? Is that what... Or right. Well, and let me just say, this is the one other thing. Um, I feel like in my... As I'm getting older, I actually feel younger. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my heart and my spirit are the youngest they've ever been. Like, the more, more mm-hmm. most youthful, the most vibrant. Um, and I love that. And so it's really hard thinking of like, oh, I'm aging when I'm like, oh, I feel like I'm younger. Right. I don't, I don't, con- I don't connect with the age necessarily mm-hmm. or aging process yet. Um, there are things happening that are like telling me in the world that no, you are like, for instance, I had a doctor appointment and she, and we, we joke about this, but she brought up. Um, the very surreal conversation of me needing to think about freezing my eggs. Mm-hmm. And I cool. was Thanks, like, doctor. wow, this is a really serious conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, this isn't about that. But the point is, it like feeling re- it's, it's this thing I was like, I can't believe I'm really sitting here having it because I, I feel like I have so much more time, which I do, mm-hmm. time in front of me. I feel youthful, and yet there's things in my body that are telling me that there is an aging process. Yeah. And, um, it's and hard that's to be hard. confronted with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, n- not even, like, coming to terms with it on your own. Like, to have right. someone else, especially, like, a doctor, bring something up where right. they're like, wait, what? I didn't think this had to be a part of my reality right now or, Yeah. And, then, and not to say that it's only around babies. I mean, even to mm-hmm. the point of, like, I need to stretch longer, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, my body aches yeah. at times. Like, Speaking of that, I made, finally, the decision to buy, a cute, like, well, I'm hoping it's cute, but a backpack instead of oh, my bat, like, my tote, because I, I just, I feel like I'm destroying. I've carried a right. one-armed, like, 
bag for so long with my laptop and Lord knows how many different kind of wallets and sunglasses. Like it's just so, so much. And so my shoulders are always messed up. And so that's one small step I've taken. Really I mean, I do like good. computer ergonomics at work mm-hmm. and stuff, but yeah, like I wake up and my neck is hurts and I feel like I need a better mattress and mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it is, it's a real thing. Yeah. My dad, my poor dad, his back had been, has been really bad for a while. And yeah, at one point he was like, just don't get old. Like just, <laughs> and I, yeah, like you hear your parents like joke about that when they're little or when you're little about like aging is a bitch pretty much. And like, yeah, you just have more aches and pains, you get hurt more easily. And so when you're younger, it's just like, oh, whatever, that's something I'll deal with later. But then when you get to the point where you're like, oh, wait a oh, minute. Oh, no, I'm dealing with oh, it. Oh, that's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I want to go back, or, yeah, go back to yoga. I know. And, like, be... Same. I just, yeah, I believe in it so much, and I've seen, like, the amazing wonders that it works mm-hmm. for people, and not only do I want it for, like, the meditation part of it, and just, like, rest and right. recentering, but also just for my body, it mm-hmm. feels, like, so, so tight, good. and I just need I to be stretched Stretching. out and be flexible. Yeah. All the things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, going on with that... Mm-hmm. Then also is like living with desire, like we were talking about courage mm-hmm. and desire. And I think it's a very courageous thing to have desires and to be open to them. And you know, I know you've been thinking a lot about this lately. We've been having some conversations. Mm-hmm. Do you have more you want to say? Yeah, I back to the, you know, not living, not living your life, like waiting for something to happen and making decisions around that, like the balance of holding that intention with not choosing to forego those desires in general. Like, I think it's hard because you want to like live your life and not be expected on something else, but it also, it feels like I still want to hope for those things and I still want to be married. That still feels like it's like something deep in my soul that I think I believe is supposed to happen and having babies, like whether that's physically or adopting or whatever, like I want to care for children and that, I mean, yeah, speaking of like the physical aspects of that, like it feels, it's so real. Like I, Mm -hmm. that's the other thing I think this, I've heard it happen at all different ages for women, but I think there's a very real thing about all of a sudden, like a switch can be flipped in your body where you just all of a sudden really desire a child and like I will have dreams about being pregnant like physically pregnant like I feel like I know what it will feel like and I want that so bad but yet there's not much I can do about that I mean I guess technically there is but choosing not to at this point and so um yeah I think that's something that I'm wrestling with and it's been helpful for like you to even call that out as something that's courageous to hold on to live like with these desires and I think for us that might look like marriage and kids at times, but I know there's other things for us too, but for other people that could even be like a career change that you're longing for or you're married and you want kids and it's not happening. Or for me, a big thing too is constantly hoping, um, for my mom's healing like physically Mm -hmm. and that it can feel exhausting, like to keep waiting for that prayer to be answered or that hope to be fulfilled of good things. Like I think... Mm -hmm you know, you can check these desires against certain things and like, you know, like if you're desiring, 
I don't know, to have a completely different body or to have, like to have a lot of money or something. Like there's some things that it's like, well, maybe that's, you have to check and see like, is this best for me? And maybe I don't know, maybe having my own kids isn't best for me, but I think I believe that I, God has put these things in my heart for a reason. And, um, yeah, I don't know. And like for healing for someone, obviously that's a good thing. And, um, yeah, so to, to try to not give up on those things is hard, but I'm going to choose to view it as courageous. Yeah. I, um, I think to not only have desires, but allow your desires to grow. Mm. Um, sounds so scary in it. Totally. (laughs) Like, even as I said that, like I had to close my eyes, um, because I feel in my heart, like, yeah, and I even take, like, a deep breath. Like, I, my heart, I, I can feel my heart. Um, and in our desires and in letting them grow, their heart expands. Um, but in that expansion, then is also the feeling of um, so hard in the waiting, mm-hmm. you know, and how it, it can hurt, like, very badly for things to not come, particularly... Um, in the time frame that you hope they would or think they should. Um, and so I've just been really challenged this past year with that, um, with having desires and those desires, like continuing to grow. Like the more I am connected to myself and present, the more I don't disconnect from them, the more like full and real they become. Mm -hmm. And in a way that's so beautiful and yet also in a way that's so painful, um, at times. And in, in some senses, yeah, that's in regards to family, um, having my own family, but that's also been in terms of business. Like I have my own business and wanting that to like have different things. And, um, I don't know, like in places and, like, where I live and where I, like, would dream of living, you know, things. There's so many different kind of desires that yeah. um, are there. And yet, to I think it's also, like, the experience of being the most fully alive. Like, and so sometimes I ask that. I'm like, God, how do I live connected fully to my desires in the intersection of, heartache and hope um because I think often we just don't like that that is I think and that that's being fully alive of getting to experience both of those Mm -hmm. um not being taken out by them but like having the courage to live in the tension of both of those things and for as long as we live there will always be desire um because I think we're always longing for more in a in a way that we're created to like this is not I do not believe this is our home and so nothing will fully, you know, mm-hmm. like satiate that. Um, and I think there's so much beauty in desires, but yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard and it can feel like it takes for me sometimes, like it feels like it can take everything out of me. And I'm also learning, uh, someone told me they're like, you don't have to, create hope or create more just like don't don't kill it or abort it Mm -hmm. and I feel like that in our desires like don't 
you don't have to <laughs> breathe life into them, but like Kaylee can not have to kill the thing, you know, like, can you let it, can you let it be? And sometimes it feels like just being able to keep standing in the midst of all of that feels like a big victory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like I have more to say, but, or something yeah, else tangible to say, but I can't, maybe if you talk. Well, I don't really have too much to add to that. I think that's good. And yeah, I think that's just kind of where I'm at with a lot of things is even if they're, if growing that hope feels impossible, like even just standing in it, um, like I want to commit to that. Like I'm yeah. just going to still not going to let go of these things. And, um, yeah. I think the thing I was going to say is going off of the feeling that you were saying of like your body, there's something that physically starts happening mm-hmm. and I've, yeah, same, like been so aware of that. I mean, for a while, but even more recently feeling it, like there's my, my body is like yearning and longing for more mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> in different sorts of ways. And, um, it's, it just then is asking like even more of me to live with the desire, mm-hmm. right? Cause I'm like connected to my body, like feels like, like there's, I was having this conversation with a woman a few weeks ago at this conference and her and her husband are about to start trying for children. She's like, yeah, I just, in my body, I feel like I want it. And I was like, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just things in my body that like want, and that's not only a baby, like want a husband to like, or want a person, want to, yeah. um, I mean, there, and I mean, there's so many different things that I want to do, but yeah, it's just, it, it asks like the cost to desire is even now greater, <laughs> right? Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I have to keep feeling these things mm-hmm. and yearnings and longings that, that can't be fully ad- addressed right yeah. now. Um, well, and I, yeah. not addressed, but you know, I mean. I think back to our, like the sex Mm. conversation we had of there's also like, it takes a lot of self-control and discipline to not give into those desires because I think it's good to have those desires, but Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, at least for us, like we want to express them in the right context. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, like we could go out and fulfill temporarily like some of these desires. Um, but choosing to wait for something that's like the best expression of that and like a safe place. And yeah, I think both of us are on the same page where it doesn't sound super appealing to us to like, just like, it's hard for me to physically connect to someone that I'm not, um, like there's more there emotionally. And so, yeah, but still like, I think it's so, yeah, just acknowledging Mm -hmm that and I felt very creative like I've needed to create with my hands like I've mm. had to be doing like very sensual things mm-hmm. like even if it was I wanted to paint the other day um yeah, I love this yeah it's been I've been like really into poetry lately yeah that's imp- which is we haven't talked about that but that's okay impressive. so I've been like really into it <laughs> like reading it I re- I don't know if I'm writing poetry but I've been writing more and just doing funny things and so I was reading this this uh book this poetry book and it was beautiful and like sensual and all these things anyway 
So, not, like, sexual, but, like... It's okay. I'll just stop. No. Okay. So, anyway, I, like, afterwards, I'm, like, I, I want to paint. Like, I want to... I need to use my hands. Like, I need to create. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't find my paint. So, I was, like, that's not stopping me. No, no. <laughs> so, I went into our kitchen, and I opened the cabinets, and I got out different spices, and I put them, like, on my paint, so or on my plate. So, I had, like, a plate of spices that looks like a paint palette, like yeah. a color palette. It's so cool. And then I got some oil, like olive oil and water, because I didn't know which one worked better. And I finger painted. Um, Amazing. And it was so great. I want to do that with and you. And then I wrote, yeah, we should. And then I wrote over, I started writing mm-hmm. on top of it. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. I, I think that's yeah such a good thing. It's like finding what are the other releases for stuff mm-hmm. and... Yeah, like, for me, like, I've been loving cooking more mm-hmm. and doing things that are, again, like, with your senses and the touch and taste and mm-hmm. smells and, yeah, I wish I was, I mean, I know being creative doesn't, I'm creative, but, like, more artistic or something, but I, because the thought of painting sounds so good to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I it wasn't beautiful. It was. You are, but you it was, are a good artist. It, but it was really fun. Um, and it was with my hand. I think yeah. like literally finger painting, which mm-hmm. I think there's something kind of like about gardening that. too. Like I, I think love, like getting yes. in the dirt mm-hmm. and like planting things and yes. having them grow. Yeah, yeah. I really want that. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a hodgepodge of things, yeah. but <laughs> maybe there's I'll something that you like pulled out of here. Yeah, we're just getting back into it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a break. Give us a break. Um, but it's really great to be back. I know. I've missed this. Yeah. Well. We're here for a few weeks. We are so, here. Um, yeah, I think we have some more things to chat about. and mm-hmm. um, So stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. And this isn't too late. We've done oh, the, we're like... Yeah, it's only 7.30. I know, I'm going to make some dinner and then... I'm really proud of us. Be early to bed. What is it? Productive <gasps> day. Oh. Yes, can I just say, <laughs> can I give like a really exciting update? Are you going to talk about your... Yes. Yeah. You guys, I just want you to know that... Um, <laughs> detoxing like your armpits is real and it works because I haven't this is probably embarrassing but I actually haven't put any on since yesterday and it's not bad and I mean I need to shower I'll give you that because I've been sweating but like I'm really and I used to be I I felt like I was a smelly person like I had to wear aluminum deodorant Mm -hmm. and I will say yeah no it works in time I but Unfortunately for me, I, I don't think it, I've gone backwards bo wise because it's it, it smells okay. But in, in Oregon, for some reason, my natural deodorant was not cutting it, and I was sweating oh. so much like oh, you at sweat. the wedding, yeah. and so that was yeah. I felt like it had been doing like it had been working pretty well, and I don't know if it's getting used factor. to it a little bit, and so I might switch like scents soon and see if that does anything, but. I still love it, and it's still, yeah, I think the detoxing has helped, but I'm also very aware, I feel like I smell really bad right now because of just needing to shower, too, and we're sitting we really very to close shower. to each other, but I don't smell you. Thanks. I don't smell you. Okay. Good. Hmm. On that happy note. <laughs> um, yeah. Say goodbye. Thanks for listening, and um, thanks for all the sweet comments and people who've reviewed on iTunes. We really oh, appreciate really it. kind. Thank yeah. you. I think it helps somewhere out there. I don't know. In the podcast realm. realm. 
don't know. It does. Um, All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your hopefully short week, and happy September. Yay. Yay. Okay. Bye. Bye.